<laughs> Limited potential. <laughs> hey, everybody, you're listening to the Gone Gaming Podcast. This is episode 14. Today, in honor of the SNES Classic coming out, we discuss what makes retro games so appealing. And with Cuphead just being released, art direction. Do they enhance the game? We'll find out. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Gone Gaming Podcast and on Twitter at Real Gone Gaming. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review. For more information, you can also check us out at ltdpotential.com. So sit back and relax as we're about to power on. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. Matt, Luca. Hi, Ashton. I'm excited. You're excited. I'm in a good mood. There you go. Why are you in a good mood? I platinumed Lost Legacy. Oh, my You're God. such a loser. <laughs> Who platinums? Like, why it's would done. you spend the time to platinum it's a game? done. Because that's what they're there for. I'm getting my next tat book now. It's going to probably be like right underneath my left shoulder blade. Do you have oh, space? you're getting another one? Mm-hmm. Does he have space is the question. Well, it's it's my 11th, so I, sh- I hopefully... I'm not making them too big because I no. plan to get a lot, right? So I got to evenly space them out. I mean, if that's what you know makes you happy, uh, good for you. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night. I am supportive. I'm a well, good, I don't I'm think nice it helps him, I don't think it helps him sleep at night because the time he should be sleeping, he's spending getting platinum trophies. <laughs> Instead of beating a game in a normal amount of time like normal people. Mm-hmm. I've been in a fairly respectable amount of time, I think. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a shorter game. It's not even a full game. You shouldn't get a platinum trophy on, a, on a DLC. I'm glad they put a platinum in it. It's not real, really DLC. Well, it, it is. It was supposed to be DLC, and they charged you not even full price for a game, but close enough to the full price of a game. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, if it was DLC, I feel, I feel it would have been like four hours in and around that time. So it was, it was a decent like eight, nine hour game. I played more in Fallout's DLC. Yeah. Like one Fallout DLC, which they gave you four. I ain't complaining. I got a pl- another Platinum Trophy, so I'm happy. But what are you guys playing? What am I playing? Well, I, I did. I think we talked about last uh, last week. I beat Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm oh, going to keep right. bringing that up. And you got the Platinum for it. Your first one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um You know you felt good when you got it. So just don't hide it. No, you know what it was? I wanted to see what the hype was about and I had that one stupid trophy to do which took about 5 10 more, 5 10 minutes to do. I'm like, "All right, let, let's get it done. Hopefully Ashton won't notice." And mm-hmm. I get a notification on my phone saying a message from Ashton on my achievement on my trophy. That I liked your trophy. Yes. The one that I sent you a message to. He's the only one on my friends list that checks the what's new. Yeah, on like that the feed. Why yeah. doesn't anybody about... use that? It's there. Because it's a piece I, of shit. Yeah, I don't care what other people are doing with their time and life. Yeah. I so, just I want to be involved with well, your lives. I, I think we can go with uh I've been playing Cuphead and uh which I just got. Very nice. That came out when? Today. That did come out today. So okay. Friday. September something. 29th. 28th? Yeah, it was the 29th. 29th. 29th, wow. Yeah, big big launch day for yeah. a lot of games. And th- that game's a lot of fun. I've only played about an hour of it. Okay. And then I played, I've been playing uh, the Forza 7 demo. I gave that a shot. You you gave it a shot too. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Looks beautiful on my, with my new 1080 Ti. To be honest though, the Porsche was a piece of shit. It just kept on pulling to the left. Yeah, because you smashed the, it. The shocks put, were broken. Like they come like that. Like it's what a garbage car. You don't know how to drive. You <laughs> smash the car. And that's what happened. Okay. Matt, what have you been playing? Uh, FIFA. Yeah? Yeah. Did that come playing... out today? 
Yes, it did. But I got it early because I pre-ordered it and I got the Ronaldo edition. Oh, you you play FIFA? I do. I make it a known thing. Wait, aren't they all Ronaldo editions? No. Well, yes, there's two (laughs) Ronaldo editions. So which one did you get? Oh, the Cristiano Ronaldo edition. Not what, the, wait, what's the other Ronaldo edition? Brazilian Ronaldo? Brazilian Ronaldo. Oh. Because he's an icon in the game. I thought they were FIFA both Cristiano Ultimate Ronaldo because that's the only person I see on the box. No, if you get the Very legendary confusing. edition. You get Ronaldo. Number nine Ronaldo. Okay. and The was... original Ronaldo. Oh. But we did get to try out a new little toy today. We did. The SNES Classic is out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Finally, the day has come where more people are pissed off that they couldn't pick it up. You know what? Because Nintendo hates you. No, you know <laughs> this what? This is going to be a weekly thing. I'm just going to find ways that it's true. It's not like I'm making it up. If they you, hate you. If you're comparing this launch to the SNES launch... It's all, it was a lot better. I mean, NES it was launch. A, yeah, this lynch launch to the <laughs> NES <laughs> This lynch. Yeah, we want to avoid lynching. I can't talk today. Anyways, if you're comparing the, the two, mm-hmm. this launch was far bigger like, I know stores were getting 60 to 70 of yeah. those, and they were only getting 10 to 20 of the, the NES. The EB here, when I picked mine up, I pre-ordered it. They're like, I'm like, how many did you get for non-pre-orders? They said 56, and yeah. it's one of the smaller that's, EBs. That's quite a bit. I know the Best Buy I weighed in line for the NES Classic, they only got about 24 of them. Yeah, so Mind Nintendo, you, I think they got more, and they're all bitches and kept them for themselves. Yeah, that employees, happens. They do that. Right, yeah. Nintendo do that. doesn't necessarily hate us, they especially do. on this launch. Now they do. Because there should have been way more of the system available still. The pre-orders went way too fast. It's There there should have been way more. Not only that, um, a buddy of mine today was actually calling around stores that had it in their flyers to to try and get it. And they said they didn't have any available. Like there's Shoppers Drug Marts. There was a few other smaller stores that had it in their flyers. And they said they didn't get any shipments in. Like nothing came in. So... That's weird. They I'm probably all it. took. Um, it's the employees. They, they, it's the employees like, oh, we didn't get any in. Kijiji suddenly in that area was filled with them. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, you know what? Going off of the SNES Classic, um, I was actually talking to my cousin, the Nerding Nest. Okay. And Adrian. so I was, de- I was telling him, I'm debating, do I want to get it? Like, I love the system. And, and for the longest time, I said, I'm going to try and get one, which sadly I didn't. But there's a part of me that was thinking, do I really want to get one? Do I want to spend the 100 bucks, whatever it is, to play old retro games now again i got the nes classic right so part of me kind of the collectors the collector in me wanted to get it and then the nostalgia part of me is like well there's so many good games on nintendo that i wanted to replay them but what i'm what i was talking to the nerding nest about and he was asking me he's like why do you want to his question to me was why do you want to live in the past He's like, you have so many good games mm-hmm. on these new systems that are out. Well, specifically you your new system. Right? Well, system for me. Right? We, we uh, say multiple systems. You true. say one. But there's all these new games coming out. Why do you want to go play stuff that was out 20 years ago? Right? Well, I, I'm going to tell you the reason why I haven't played all those games. I, this is like my gaming sin. Like this, Maybe we should make a segment of this where we talk about our gaming sins, what we haven't done. It's not a ba- That's not a bad idea. Um Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. I've gotten about halfway through that game. I've never actually beaten it. So this is one of the reasons why I want it, so I can fully beat that game. Because okay. it was amazing, the half of the game I played. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pose a question to the nerdy nest. Mm-hmm. Why do people still listen to classic rock? He'd probably have an answer for that, because he doesn't listen to classic rock. But why do people still listen to classic I rock? I don't know. Why do they? Because people like things from the past still. And it's well, it is better music, though. Subjectively. Well, so people can say the same thing for a gaming console. 
But I mean, you're selling you're selling based on emotion, right? Right. But that I guess feeling, that's, that's the that question feeling. is why do we do that as humans? Why do we want to live in the past? Why do we want to relive the past? I find the 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 last few years, like everything's coming back, like from movies being remade, TV shows being remade, toys coming back. Like yeah, but it, it seems to be. A, a thing, a, a movement that you know, retro's cool. Well, right? the difference was when we were younger. Maybe what they did have remakes of movies, which we look back at, and we only knew that as the original version for ourselves. But mm-hmm. they just made books into movies, so people have read those books. Why do we need that same story? It's just yeah. it's always a remake. They, all stories come down have similar, you know, similar story structure. Just the names have changed. But it's sticking to video games, like retro games. Forget about everything else. Sticking to games mm-hmm. with everything that's out right now and coming out. Mm-hmm. Why do we want to go back and play games that were out 20 years ago? I'll stick by it. It's emotion. They're selling you not on the fact that the game is going to be better than what is out. They know that. It's well, no. emotion. It's a feeling that you're going to get again. Turning on that SNES and opening it and looking at it going, oh my God, I remember playing this when I was a kid. Turning yeah. on Super Mario World and going... Wow, I'm playing this again with that controller. You're reliving an, a feeling and an experience that you don't get to. It's emotion, and you can't put a price on that. And when you're playing a game, you know you're not driven by supply drops or something that you need to open. It was a pure form of the game where you paid for the game and you got the full game. So oh. that's what's kind of making them more... That's what makes them appealing, right? Absolutely. It's, it's, the, it's the emotion of playing it. It brings some, a feeling back when you I, first turn it on. That many years ago. Let me also clarify. You're not just getting like a random 20-something games. You're getting the hand-picked, you know, creme de la creme of the SNES games. You're mm-hmm. not just getting some randoms. You're getting some good If you If they told you 20 random SNES games, you're probably not going to... You're going to look to see which ones they are. You're right. not going to want, you know, the shittier games. Could you imagine if those were supply drops? And uh, you just got random oh, games? That, yeah. <laughs> That, I'm surprised they don't nowadays, but Nintendo's is usually good with that. Like stuff, they do, so. like the Mario Kart box, and it just kind of goes and say, "Oh, that's the game you got." Yeah, no, that's the thing. They're giving you the best games from honestly one of the best uh, consoles, in my opinion. Now, to kind of play off of what you're saying, they're on best games, best console, and in your opinion, do those games? Now, we've only tried it for like ten minutes. To be fair, maybe you've played a little maybe longer. 20. Do do those games, or do you think these games still hold up today? When you look back graphically, you you remember being. A, I remember when I first was playing Super Nintendo because you jump from NES. You're like, it's like I'm watching a cartoon. It's like an anime cartoon. It's not 3D, but it's like a cartoon, a mm-hmm. 2D cartoon. But no, the visuals never hold up. I find. Okay. What Game- about like gameplay, story? Like, do do, do these games? Once you start playing, really them, you remember how difficult they used to be. Right. Because there's like, that's the cool thing about Cuphead. They kind of have the retro thing. They also give you the retro. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's one thing you, uh, you you get from an old game. What about you, Matt? What do you think? I still think they hold up. But really? you got to change the paradigm in how you view the game. If you're looking at it and comparing it to what we're currently playing, then no, obviously it doesn't hold up. Well, it's a totally different thing. I think that's, yeah, what he's trying to say. But yeah. if you're looking at it as the fact of, the game as it just the game it, yeah they hold up their classics they're legendary super mario world still one of the best games ever it's so much fun it's easy to play well they still have new 2d 2d games coming out yeah right shovel knight came out within what the last five years now it was a like it looked like a super nintendo side scroller mm-hmm. and it got rave reviews there's not many games that do the 2d anymore so 
Well, and I'll give you an example, maybe not with the SNES, but with the NES Classic, right? For the game still kind of hold true. Yeah. Uh, you know, going back and playing Ice Climbers and Balloon Fight. Like, I used, I loved those games. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm playing them, the, the controls are shit. And I'm, I'm playing these games, I'm like, you know what? These, it's not as good as I remember them mm-hmm, being. Mm-hmm. So... I'm yeah. just kind of curious, like when you play them, are, are these games really as good as you remember them being? Mm-hmm. I think so. I, Street Fighter 2, go back and play it, still great. Super mm-hmm. Mario, great. Certain games are better, like Street Fighter, the new ones with all the 3D sort of anime, I think it's kind of got a little more sluggish and back in the Super Nintendo days, it was a little more straightforward, like a little more responsive, if you will. But then there's games... Like I guess Mario, even as an example, you play the new Super Mario Bros. It's a little bit tighter. It's a little bit, you know, there's more control. You feel like you have more control over the character. Yeah, but it's also like Odyssey's a 3D world where this is just a two scroller platform. No, no, I'm talking like the new Super Mario Bros. Where it's like the the side scroller. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course, it's been refined, obviously. But Mario Kart, that's where it started. There's something about it. There's the nostalgia factor and emotion, right? And is that is that Mario Kart as good as? Is you know, would you compare it to the ones you play now? If you had your option to play Mario Kart on the Switch, and I'm not talking well, you're gonna go portable, you're sitting at home, you're gonna play yeah. the new Mario Kart mm-hmm. or this one, which one you're gonna go to? If okay, now there is a there's a two answers to it because I would okay. play one in a certain scenario, and one in the other. If it came to multiplayer, I think the Super Nintendo one multiplayer is way better when it comes to battle mode. I don't okay. think, not a big fan of uh, the newer Mario Kart's um battle mode okay so uh but if it comes to racing yeah i'd play it on the switch mm-hmm. yeah fair answer fair answer yeah. i think there's some games on the super nintendo that we're getting that are like you need to play you can't be a fan of games without playing them legend of zelda link to the past mm-hmm. is cited as one of the best ever secret man is considered one of the best rpg games ever mm-hmm. right and without these games we don't have what we have today. Look at what Mario, Super Mario did with that world and being able to traverse the world and go in different directions. Like, that was mind-blowing as a kid. Yeah. And still looking back at it, going and playing it, it's awesome. Super Mario World is probably one, still probably one of the best games. Is Super Metroid on that one? Yeah, man. That game's incredible. Oh, man, that game's... And that game just came out on the 3DS again. Well, it was the one for Game Boy. I think they remade Samus Returns. I thought it was the Super Metroid one for SNES that they remade. Yeah, it wasn't Super Metroid. No, two. no, 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 no. It was the one on Game Boy. I think it's Samus number, Returns. Uh, yeah, I think it's number two. Yeah, yeah, that they brought back. Uh, Not okay. the best one, but it's like a good one. Yeah, they don't have to do much. They obviously touch up. They do a little bit of modification on the control. They touch up the graphics, but at the end of the day, the game is at its core the same game. Now it's it's funny. I want to touch back on something, Luca. You said is there's a bunch of games on here that you haven't played mm-hmm. for whatever the reason being. You didn't have a Super Nintendo growing up. I did, right? You did or you didn't? I did. I didn't have an NES. Okay, so you had a Super Nintendo, yet you didn't play these awesome games. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of money growing up. My parents had to buy me my games. So they didn't have a lot of money. That's why you rent games. <laughs> Anyways, whatever the reason being, I played Dragon's so, Lair, which wasn't <laughs> on there. I played. You have Dino City, which was. You played not, Unicycle. There's a lot of games, like Super Star Wars. Is that on there? That's not on there. Is yeah. It? Is it? All the Super titles were on the Super Nintendo. No, I mean on the SNES Oh, classic. on the Classic? I'm not, I don't think so. So yeah, you have all these retro games you mm-hmm. haven't played, but you also have a backlog of PS4, Xbox One games yeah. that you also haven't played. That's correct. So what are you going to go to? 
what's the next game you're going to beat? Are you going back to a classic game? You're going to do a, a, you know, a current generation. That's kind of my point mm-hmm. of why do you want to go play stuff from prior when you got all this stuff now that you still haven't beat? Mm-hmm. You're I, shameless. I recommend going back before you go forward. Constantly playing all these new games, you'll get a, a fatigue, right? They're so similar in a lot of ways. And they well, take the problem, from each other. The problem we had with, with playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, you didn't even get to it yeah. just because we played Zelda. They're you very still similar need games. To. And every time I think about that game, I just go, I'm going to just go play <laughs> Zelda instead. Yeah. But point being is by get taking a break, I think you'll be better enjoy than newer games. Going mm-hmm. back and just playing those old school games, it'll mm-hmm. be refreshing again. Because you're going to play those games and they're going to be great in a totally different way than the new ones. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why I'm I'm a big fan of, you know, getting the SNES Classic isn't necessarily just because I'm going to play it. It is a collector's item. Yeah. At least for me it is. It's something, even if I don't play it right now, I'll get to it eventually. If I haven't played these games in, you know, 20 years, I can, I can wait another 5, 10 years to play it. So, yeah. But right now I'm probably going to play Cuphead, which is kind of like a throwback, but it's a new game. That game looks sexy. I'm going to play the new Mario game when it comes out next month. Like that's the, these are priority games, but this is like on the back burner when I'm kind of, you know, maybe I'm not near my computer or my TV down here. Maybe I'll play it up in my room before I go to bed. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be playing a lot of FIFA. Yeah. So as much as we're praising this NSNES classic, you guys aren't going to be playing it. No, I'm going to play it when I have like a time to kill. Yeah. But I will if I'm gonna sit down and really sink my teeth into something heavy. It's definitely FIFA. It reminds me of a story of this one guy who I don't know if he had a daughter, son, but you know, he had a young child. And before he can play the new games, I think we talked about this before. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. He would make his his child first. He had to beat like a certain amount of Nintendo games. I'm sure he hand selected them, and then he went to the Super Nintendo mm-hmm. 64. So he had to build up to the console. I think at the time was the PS3. I think it was PS3. Yeah. So to get the current generation. He had to beat a certain amount of games in each console to move forward a console. Was his dad named Mussolini? Oh, it's it's cool. That's a great. That's like it's respecting where the games. Like, Pretty much what you just said, Matt, is to understand where games. Came I know. From. I'm just being a cynical prick. Yes, you know what you are. We grew up. You know, the people who grew up in the '70s got the best music. But I think for entertainment, the people who were born in the '80s had it the best. Like, okay. We got to we got to see the NES from the beginning. When were you born, Matt? Ninety? Ninety-two. 90s were the best, man. You, you missed, yeah, no, you missed you did, the best. You generation. didn't grow up playing NES. I know you were able to play it, but you weren't there when you didn't know there was an SNES out. There's a time when you got to see the actual, like, you You, got, you saw that jump. You, you didn't know anything better than 8-bit. You had five years, five plus years yeah, no, on I the know. NES. But I grew you, up with the SNES. Yeah. yeah. You grew up close to the best time. Okay. <laughs> no, the best time was the SNES. No, well, when you get this, uh, you get to appreciate the SNES that much more when you get the jump from NES for five years, another five, six years with the SNES, and then Nintendo 64. He's right. Yeah, but I could say I appreciate it just as much because I went back. Not just I as much. Yeah, sure. Because you didn't know what was coming next. No, but how the can fact you... that the SNES didn't blow your mind okay, the way but then it blew look, my mind. But look at music. I listen. I listen it's to new music, and I go back and listen to old music. Yeah, my but the guitar hasn't blown. changed. The guitar is the same. It's not like the guitar sound better. No, but now it than sounds they did. better the way music's written and progressed and evolved. That's, if this no, was a music I, podcast, no, maybe I'll agree with you. I, I disagree because I think music's a lot easier to. Per, well, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's easier to make now than it was back then. Back then more musicians were playing in bands than now. Now people just have to come up with a beat, just go on a computer and make music. Sure, but point being is, I, to, in order for me to appreciate what 
is out now, I had to go back and listen to it. And going back and listening, it blew my mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't disagree with what I'm right? trying to so say. So I is... understood the evolution from the SNES to the NES by going back and playing it and going, wow, I can't believe we're here when it started here. But you never had that point where like, how can this game get how can any games better. get any better this is the best right now you didn't know anything would follow up no i didn't know but it's, I a, can, it's a little different i hear what you're saying because it's still no you're, but, you're appreciating it no but i can't say i can't say that i lived through it but i can understand it because i felt that way with the ps2 and the n64 so i imagine it was the exact same feeling just as a kid but with a different console when i'm playing wwf or WrestleMania 2000 on the N64 going, this is the greatest thing ever. It's never going to get better than this. And then the next console comes out and he goes, wow, it got better. You know, it got better, but I found so it less I, increment. The biggest jump for me, though, was SNES to 64. Yeah. I think that was the biggest And jump. I lived through that. Yeah, so yeah. I can understand. But the next one. It's probably the same The point feeling. is, Matt, your generation sucks yes. and the 80s were the best. Yeah, we no, got the experience from that NES on. Are we talking about game solely or everything? Because the 90s was better. We, got, we, you know, just so you know, we got to live through that as well. Is what we're trying to tell <laughs> yes, you. We did. Yeah, we just got a little more better. than you. Yeah, we so, got, we got a little bit of that that uh, you know that foreplay beforehand. Bringing it back to now, jumping into the news. Um, so I, I thought this was interesting. Gamespot had a story about uh, COD World War Two, mm-hmm. and I think there is talks now and rumblings on the internet of how people are saying that this game was motivated by what's happening today in the world today with you know the whole neo-nazis rising again are, are you, is that seriously what people are saying yeah uh, so they've you know are coming back at at the developers of cod saying like you've done this because in this game you're clearly fighting nazis do they know and it's oh history you know, is not a thing luca <laughs> The World games War take two three years never, to make, yeah, though. That, that's a good point. So people don't realize that. They're like, oh, you're trying to stay current with events and you're you're attacking, you know, people that like Nazis and all that stuff. So what's interesting is um, it was the Sledgehammer co-founder, Michael Condry, he actually said that, you know, no, it's not motivated by current events. Um, he said, And like you said, we set production in motion before that. It's still rooted in the same place, which is a telling story and a com- camaraderie of heroism and an important time in human history so that's the reason why they chose to do mm-hmm. that nothing to do with today's current events and you're right with the cod cycle it's every three years so these guys are thinking of the story and the gameplay and what's going to be three years ahead of time what's it called charlottetown charlotte right does that where they had the neo-nazis or whatever that was i think so um that happened after the reveal i believe of the game months after mm-hmm. yes so how are they trying to tie Dude, Are it's, peop- it's I, what people do. Dude, I mean, it's history. This, it's a game based on history. Call mm-hmm. of Duty that is primarily focused on World War. I, I don't know. The Anyways, franchise that that's what's happening. The fra- franchise for the first three, four years of its existence was a World War Two <laughs> shooter. It's never done World War One, where they only fought Nazis. This actually happened. I are they going to complain about Wolfenstein then? They, are you kidding? They are. Like, big time. Dude, you can't do anything anymore without rustling some jimmies. <laughs> He's right. He's not wrong. <laughs> well, well put, Matt. Well put. Uh, did you guys watch the new uh, Battlefront 2 story trailer? I think no, I, I got had... better things to do with my time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. All right. I watched, I watched it without volume because I wasn't able to. Okay. But... So they debuted what I guess is called the Messenger Droid. Okay. And it actually looks pretty menacing and pretty badass. So the... Part of it is you have the two main characters, mm-hmm. and 
here I am not even remembering what their names are. But all I know is it's um Was it Iden name? Eden? No, it's it's the girl from the league. Uh yeah, I don't know name? the actual name, but I think her name her character's name is Iden. Shiva. Shiva Kamini, whatever. Alright, so Shiva's in it and her father, and they're talking. Yeah. And this cloaked figure with mm-hmm. a kind of a helmet on kind of glides towards them and okay. then it digitally shows what looks like the emperor's face now the mm-hmm. emperor's dead at this point right so mm-hmm. it's taking place after return of the jedi so and it starts giving them pretty much a mission they have to do so is, is the emperor still alive or is he an ai well that's what we're going to find out right so I'm this, pretty is canon, dead. Right? This, this is canon all the story is canon so what we're getting as this messenger droid looks pretty badass like go check out the trailer when you can this it looks like an interesting part of how they're going to play this creature mm-hmm. into the game uh, what was neat is that uh, EA kind of revealed on the PlayStation blog post. They said early in the Star Wars Battlefront 2, a messenger uh, tasks Aiden, Shiva for Luca, Shiva, yeah. and her father, uh, Garrick, with terrifying instructions. Uh, we don't want to reveal much more about the critical sequence, but it's pretty clear that Aiden's unusual mission will place her on a collision course with the last wishes of the fallen emperor. That's where the emperor falls in. So that's, okay, that's cool, pretty cool. cool. So that's coming from GameStop. Uh, also from GameStop, and I'm pretty sure you guys watched this, Red Dead 2 had their second trailer shown. Yeah. What did you think of that? Do you think the Emperor... Okay, jumping the back to Battlefront. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, I Matt. You're, to, you're like... I wanted to say something, and you didn't even allow me to. You just instantly right. jumped to the next Fair thing. enough. Do you think the Emperor is going to ask her to go take care of his, like, lost, long child? I think the Emperor's <laughs> going to make sure, like, to... He's probably got a dog at home like, that needs to be fed yeah, and like go a goldfish. Babysit my son. I've neglected. That'd be a very boring game, but a bold move. A bold move from EA. Parent Christ. simulator. Find out the struggles of being a parent. Battlefront two. Jump it. Thanks, Matt. That was that was good. Jumping back to Red Dead. What'd you guys think of the trailer? Second trailer. Old. It's it's it looked old. Yeah, it looked like it took place in an old set of period of time i, I liked it did they say they confirmed okay. that yeah. it was uh, a prequel to the first red dead i thought it was after it's, it looked like it was a little more i heard it was a it's supposed to be a prequel yeah i think like one of the guys i'm not oh, sure God damn it it sounded kind of like near the end of the trailer one of the guys were talking because it's like seven bandits or something like that it's kind of like the which they reference though isn't that in someone in the yeah but is aren't isn't that bandit or that group in Red Dead or, or mentioned in Red Dead? Okay, I'm not sure. But, right. but, I haven't played it. This is what I'm reading. But one of the guys kind of sounded like John Marston. I, I didn't really, you know, analyze it, overanalyze it, but he kind of sounded like John Marston. So apparently you, we play, we, you're going to play as a new character named Arthur Morgan. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know a uh, character by the name of Dutch and Bill? Dutch sounds very familiar. Yeah, I think they were like and the Bill, yeah. villains in the first game. So they're they're back. Okay. Um, Remember that first scene where you go up to like the the, the boarded up or yeah. So like, is it going to be that? Are they going to be the villain in this game as well? Or not are they sure they're be the in hero it. and you live long enough to see yourself become the villain kind of thing. Okay, this isn't Batman. No, but it. If you can tie works. Batman to it, Matt's got Matt's already pre-ordered it. Then. <laughs> Bingo. So we'll see how it ties in. I haven't played the original one, so shame on me. So I was hoping you guys could fill in the gap here for me. Honestly, I haven't but, played it in like six years. All right, fair enough. Uh, what looked interesting was now that you're there, you're able to use a bow and arrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I saw right. That so they, the they showed yeah, yeah. using bow and arrow and then dual pistols. So I don't, I think that wasn't available in the first game. I love, right. I love when games do prequels as the second iteration and they come up with all these crazy new ideas. It's like, man, 
I'm playing back in time, and I can do so much more <laughs> than I could do time. when I was in an advanced period of time. Like the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Who would have knew that this was possible? Yeah. Well played. So it looks really good. I pre-ordered this one, so I'm excited oh, to play did? this one. Yeah. Did you yeah, get out the E3 sale? Yes. Oh, good it was like good. the only thing I pre-ordered outside of Battlefront, and yeah, then I missed out on a whole Red lot of other games. Sexy. Money well spent. Good. Uh, jumping to something we don't usually talk about, but uh, mobile gaming. Oh. Super Mario Run. Remember that thing? That cost too much money for what it was. It was $10. Bucks. Um, it's got a big update. Okay. Uh, it added a mode called Remix 10. So what it is, actually playing it earlier today. Uh, Did you buy it? No. Oh. But I was debating, and I'll get to that. It would have been sick if Mario dropped like a mixtape. I was it. thinking, yeah, <laughs> some, some real fire. So it's... It was lit. 10, well, there's more than 10, but you play 10 levels in a row. They don't stop whether you die or you get through them. It, it just continues. And they're incredibly short, like maybe... 10 15 seconds if that okay and there's these rainbow coins you can collect you go through them again if you die just skips to the next next level and it does it 10 consecutive levels in a row when you do that it you know accumulates your coins those rainbow coins you got and it just helps you unlock stuff to build in the world and all that jazz yeah um they also added daisy as a playable character which you get her through playing the remix levels and uh, the they cut it fifty percent off right now, so it's now six ninety nine from thirteen nine or a little more than fifty yeah, percent off than the thirteen ninety nine here in Canada. Maybe if it was ninety percent off, I'd consider it. But still, I mean, I really fifty so percent still not good enough for you. Honestly, I don't play games on my phone. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, and especially only Wi Fi. Oh yeah, or, or with data. To be fair, you could play wherever you go, but you have to have data. You're gonna crush your data with it, you Matt. Know be, you know, it'd be no. I'm not playing it. All right. I didn't play the first time. Why would I play it this time? Suddenly an update. Ooh, no. yeah, like like ten you know bucks. What was I a would more. play though mm-hmm. if they had like a Nintendo tapped out world, like The Simpsons tapped out, where you build your own Nintendo world. Yeah, it's called Super Mario Run. You can build the little castle and the little well, world. Yeah, they do have a little. No, building, but I'm but talking it's not about as like as in depth as like, like The Simpsons, the Simpsons tapped out, where you have like the Hyrule Castle. And mm. other IPs from Nintendo. Oh, you're there talking you like a Nintendo, like full out Nintendo world. Yeah, where you build your own Nintendo world. Aren't are you, you listening? Are you like the president of Nintendo and you have to like make Nintendo... Mishimoto or whatever his name is? I don't even know who it is anymore. Miyamoto. That's the one. No, Miyamoto isn't president. He's just... Like, he's a guy. He's, he's the godfather. Figure. He's the godfather. I he's he the guy. president. Anyways, moving along. Um, well, we are your uninformed source. So. Sticking to Nintendo... Uh, Nintendo Switch apparently is a perfect match for Telltale. So for all the Telltale tell. games. So this is as per um, Job Stouffer, who's the creative communications head. That's a guy's name? Job Stouffer? Yes. How do you spell that? S-T-A-U-F-F-E-R. Am I saying What's the right? first name? Job. J-O-B. Job? I, or Job? It literally know. sounds like his name is another word for saying he makes getting jobs complicated that's all i think of when i hear his name <laughs> so mr stouffer told uh mcv at games at gamescon uh no series is out of the question for the switch port and the studios looking backwards and forwards in their portfolio when considering what to bring to the platform and this that, is as per ign that's that's really interesting like you have a weird last name like stouffer <laughs> and then you use you give your son a name job, job. Yeah, what about maybe like, Job. What about, what's wrong with Mike? What's wrong with you know, even like you won't go exactly like Vince. But what part of the Stouffer is 
bothering you with the job like job stouffer it literally sounds like it's a term for saying you can't get a job or something that's all i think of or it's like he owns somebody named Topher. so like there's a bunch of Tophers that are owned he's like this is jobs is Topher. i hate that name Topher. what a stupid 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 name yeah terrible. so what do you guys think though about what he said Oh, yeah, it's no surprise. I mean, it's not like they're crazy graphical games. Like, there you go. I blame the parents. Yeah, the real issue here is Joe the name. <laughs> all right, all right. So moving on from there, this I thought was actually pretty interesting. Um, Ubisoft. Hired ha- job? Job? <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've posted jobs, um, and maybe a Stouffer was hired, but they said there's going to be a free update for uh, the new Assassin's Creed Origins that lets you explore ancient Egypt without worrying about combat or time constraints. Wait, wait, hold on. You said free and Ubisoft in the same sentence. (laughs) I did. That's what this article said. Again, on IGN, so maybe there's a typo. Stouffer's taking them (laughs) to strange new places. I don't know. Shit's weird now. Diving into this, this includes visiting Alexandria, Memphis, the Nile Delta, Great Sand Sea, and more. Uh, I'm going to read a quote here. Wait, it's like Memphis, Tennessee. No, it's a dream come true Alexandria, for Virginia? us to offer discovery tour. So that's what they're calling it by Assassin's Creed, uh, ancient Egypt, an educational mode built specifically for people to learn more about the incredible story of ancient Egypt through the interactive experience made possible via video game. Said the game's creator. Let's see if you guys like this guy's name. I can't even pronounce it. John Gusdun. I think he's French. Yeah. Gusdun. Do you, think was, done. do you think that was paid for by the like Egypt tourism? I don't, I don't know. Maybe because Ubisoft don't do free. You're still hung up on the free. Yeah, because think about it. You know what? That's cool. You get to see stuff in Egypt and get like a nice educational like background on it. And well, you know, I'm thinking about planning a trip somewhere in the world. Oh, I saw this cool stuff on Egypt. Let's go and visit it in person. Why right. would you go visit it in person when you can just visit it virtually through a game? Boom. Yeah. I, okay, Save that makes the so money. Much, why Boom, not done. just go on Google Earth? I do that all the time. Are you kidding me? Is that Matt's planning a trip somewhere? Is like, right. going to go on Google Earth? Yeah, I live Save, it vicariously through the guy walking if we around. Could, if we, we could reel this back in, what do you, Matt, without giving us a incredibly retarded answer, what do you think hey, about... Hey, that is not a cool word, bro. You're right. I'm sorry. Social oh, justice bro. warrior number one over here. Uh, so yeah, without giving fine. us a yeah, silly cool. answer, it's cool. what do you think about that? Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. That's I don't it. I don't, I don't care. I could care less about that assassin. Great. Degree. Thanks for coming out. Luca? Thanks. I have, I had very little interest in the game, but that's kind of cool. Like, it's cool to learn about stuff while you're playing in a game. Right? I, think it's, it's, like I, I think it's pretty awesome, the fact that you're exploring ancient Egypt. Yeah. And they give you this mode that lets you go around the city essentially and all these different locations without having to really worry about the story the gameplay the combat and just literally explore it and learn about it that's pretty neat it's like they're trying to do like good by the fans that's literally called virtual tourism okay well it's cool that they're adding it for free like good on them ubisoft is trying to make angry today matt well it's just virtual it's just tourist simulator but it's a fun way to learn about it if if you think about video games really as like if an i escape, want to learn about it dude i don't need to do that through the game yeah, i'm gonna if, go on wikipedia and just read it but if you're a parent and want to trick your child into learning about it this is what kids from the 90s this is how they think they're so weird i'm telling you i don't get them all right moving on to ps plus october the news has come out that go with, the, go with xbox first you want to go okay all right go let's, let's, let's jump because, to uh, xbox i have a feeling playstation is going to overshadow games it. with gold here's what you get on xbox you 
geeks. Xbox One? Well, 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 we'll get there. I don't know, because they're come up for different things, right? Just Okay, so, Gone Home Console Edition. Did that not come out already, or was that the first console? I don't know. Was there a different... I there's one on Is there one other already. than a console edition? Why is it called the console edition? I think edition? it's on, on, on PC right. as well. That was that narrative-driven game, was right? It? I'm not the sure. The one you like solving puzzles in a house when you come home from and no one's home. Yeah, I think, mm. yeah. Yeah, that was a home. free game on PS Plus. Plus. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like months ago. All right, anyway, so 20 bucks is available October 1st to October 31st on Xbox One only. Well, it's free. The touring test. I played that on PC. I got it on, on like a, a Steam sale. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. If you like games like Portal, it's it's really cool. It's kind of got a a cool philosophy behind the game. Okay. It's about kind of like there's there's an AI involved in the game and everything. It's really cool. If you like puzzle games, that's a good Check one. it out. All right. Yeah. And that's for Xbox One. Rayman 3 HD is out for Xbox One and 360. I'm assuming it's like every other Raymond game that's 2D. And Medal of Honor Airborne, probably the best one of the series. I don't know much about it. I don't think it is. But that's coming out for Xbox One and 360. That's your games with gold. Uh, not right. bad. Not, not too bad. You if said you, you want guys to commented on I a I think few Touring Test took me about 10 hours, so it's like a fun 10-hour experience. All right. Uh, jumping to PS Plus for October. Uh, you got the Amnesia Collection on PS4. That's it. That's it. That's the what winner. what I call my Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Monster Jam Battlegrounds PS3. Monster Jam. Monster Jam. Weren't you thinking about renting that from the local no, library? No, I was... Okay, get your story straight. Space I was gonna Jam. Get, no, I was going to get Monster Jam Crushing It. That's the thing. Oh, not Battlegrounds. Crushing It. No, it was called Crushing It. Okay. Yes. Hustle Kings PS3. Hue, which I actually heard quite a bit about. It's an interesting kind of color game for PS Vita and PS4. Sky Force Anniversary, PS Vita, PS4, and PS3. And this little game, I don't know if you guys heard of this one, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain for the PS4. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Um, I've never played it on PS4, but I have played it on... <laughs> Sorry, we got someone here right now, and he's dying of laughter, and he's crushed. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Uh, anyways, back to uh, the news. Um, <laughs> Is he okay? I don't know why he's laughing. What happened? We're messaging each other for like the last 40 minutes. Um, anyways, so back to what Metal Gear that? 5. That broke you. Just sent them a Ric Flair gif of him going, oh my god, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so Metal Gear, Metal Gear 5, if you have patience, you're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. If you uh, are going to go crazy if a game takes way too long, no, maybe it's not, not for you. you. I, I'll beat it eventually. When did it come out? 2015? I think so. So two years, I, I've had it since day one. You still haven't beat it? No. It's, you should. You should. I'll try. But that, that's a pretty big... Everyone's obviously... Everyone will always complain about these free games because yeah. it's not going to meet everybody's taste, but... The biggest issue was that no like big games, no AAA titles come out. Yeah, now, this is a big one. That's like, legit. This is a great game to that is throw awesome. in here. Matt, what are your thoughts on Metal Gear Solid Five coming out as a free game for PS Plus in October? I like how everyone here is thinking it's going to be some shit post or shit idea. Uh, it's a great game that's coming out, but yeah. I'm not going to play it. No, it's no. too long. Like mm-hmm. not like you haven't. I've played a bit of it and I gave up because it wasn't very Metal Gear like. Uh, it wasn't very metal. Yeah, he, he he is right on that. Metal Gear yeah. used to be a story-driven, 
kind of more linear, mm-hmm. and this is open world kind of. Uh, Which I understand. You want to grow and take things to strange new yeah, places. Yeah, it's good to take chat. Good to uh, you know try yeah. something new. Yeah. But I mean, I could care less. All right. That that seems to be the theme of of this podcast. Is just you not caring much about a lot of things. Well, so in FIFA. No, it's just like it's such a big game. I just I'm not gonna put time in it when there's other games coming out. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. But it is a good game. Like anyone it that is. hasn't played it and wanted to, it, now's now's it. the time. Can't ask for much better for free. Yeah, like being yeah. a greasy poor student. If you need a game to play and you don't have money, yeah, you didn't, yeah. that's going to hold you over. Oh, yeah. And for some time, as long as you can afford to pay for PS Plus. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you only got to pay for that year, so yeah. use it while you got it. There you go. Well, if you're like Luca, you're not going to beat it in a year, so no, you, you might need, need two, two years. years yeah. Four years. So. Luca's uh, never going to beat it. I hope you yeah. guys realize this. And no. You saw how long it took him to beat Horizon. <laughs> And yeah. that's half yeah. the time. Half. It's like a quarter of the time. No. Uh, last piece of news, Cuphead, jumping back to that, has been getting pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, GameSpot, I believe, put in 8.5. Games Radar, 5 out of 5. Polygon, eight uh, 8.5. IGN hasn't put out their review yet, so I'm curious to see what uh, one is why it's taking them so long, but yeah. what they're going to review that. So that's that's pretty positive. That's good. What's it on Metacritic? I didn't check. Yeah. If you want, quick. you can actually check right now as we continue chatting. Um, I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, you can't expect much for, like, a 2D side-scroller. And it, you said it was, what, like $25? Yeah, it's 25 bucks. It's, it's a 2D side-scroller. That's getting great reviews for a 2D side-scroller. It's $25. We knew it wasn't going to be some, like, crazy narrative-driven. We knew to expect kind of a, what was like, the 50s type of animation cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't based on... Those cartoons were kind of more visual than they were, you know, speak. There was no speaking. It was just text right. on the screen, so... What? Why I'm actually glad I'm seeing these good scores. Excuse me. Is you weren't sure about it? No, I wasn't. But the main reason being that they've delayed it so much, and what we've seen with delays, and they're going back to the drawing board for certain things, is it starts to lose out on certain on certain features, certain functions of quality. Uh, I think there's two types of delays. Um, more recently, we've seen some games like The Last Guardian. Uh, they were delayed way too long, and then they're kind of, you know, their last-gen technology. <clears throat> Although I say I did play The Last Guardian a little bit. It's, it's pretty. It's not as bad as people say it is. Did All you right. beat it? No, I only had a So we're just going to add that to the list of ongoing <laughs> games you don't beat? Look, if I beat every game, I would have no time for anything. Yeah, it's a reoccurring theme, though. It's That's I played okay. this game and What's haven't excuse? beat it. I'm platinum games. Yeah, you play one game every three months. Final Fantasy fifteen. Else, platinums uh, that took forever to come out and it, it suffered poorly because of it, yeah. Right? But when I think traditionally with like Nintendo, whenever Nintendo delays a game, it's to make it better. There's rarely an instance I can't remember of Nintendo delaying a game and it being shittier because of the delay, okay. But this is not Nintendo, well, that's what I grew up with, so right. you're gonna say, you know, this tends to happen it hasn't for most no of recently you're talking again years ago well even recently. now nowadays it's been happening rockstar rockstar delays all the time and as you even called it before i thought i was hoping red dead would make it but as red dead always like delays, first podcast i called that red dead always or rockstar always, always delays yeah and their games never suffer because of it <clears throat> all right uncharted was delayed mm-hmm. and it turned out okay i think I think it's safe to say it turned out yeah, well. That's not a good one to, to try and make a point if you're like, hey, it turned out okay. No, it turned out very well. It was a great game. It got delayed. Did yeah. you find out what the score was Metacritic had? Yeah, 86. 
86. So that's very notes. good. That's Not bad. aggregated over all the reviews, right? So. And that's pretty your good. like number one source pretty, for uh, pretty, pretty good for reviews. Yeah, it's my number one source. It's number one source for reviews. Uh, sticking with the Cuphead, I th- kind of thought this was an interesting topic as well to dive into. Uh, with it coming out now, and it has a very unique art style, mm-hmm. and not, we're not talking graphics. It, we're talking art direction. You know, pure art style of the game. It, it Luca, you touched on it, where it's very like fifties, like fifties cartoons. Yeah. Uh, and from what we understand of this game, each frame, each character animation mm-hmm. was hand drawn no to really give delayed. it that feeling. It's a lot yeah. of drawing. Yeah. It, it is a lot. The guy probably broke his hand playing basketball, and that for one deal. correction, you got to like redraw everything. But anyway, so. Everything is kind of hand-drawn, which gives us a very unique look. And even when they first debuted and showed the game, I think we all felt the same thing. But for me, I'm like, this game looks amazing. Yeah. And I'm purely basing it off of the way it physically looks. And so not graphics, just the art, the art direction. So I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on Cuphead's art direction and other games that have unique art styles. Again, not graphically. I don't want to talk 8-bit and HD mm-hmm. graphics, but... Art styles that either improved the game because of it or maybe made it worse because of it. So let's start with Cuphead. What do you guys think of their art direction, the way they chose, and, and what your thoughts on that are? I really like it, actually, just because it's new. There's mm-hmm. not too many games that have gone with that 50s art style. I don't think... I, I can't remember any. any. Like, there Bingo, might be right? one, but... So it's... And it's a cool time period that you... Like, I like that L.A. Noir kind of... Time period. Like it's not. It's not nineties, Matt. Well, I think he's thinking like 50s. the mobs. You know when? Yeah, that when people talk like this. Time. See, yeah, that period of time. That, that so those nice. cart, like that cartoon and the even the screen, how it has that that grainy film. Yeah, yeah. It's really really cool. So I really dig that. Mm. That alone makes me want to play the game. Yeah, it's it's funny what an art style can do for a game. You you know if you just see that as a two D side scroller, you'd probably think it's just an indie game on uh, that you might get on your PS Plus membership or on your Xbox Live Gold. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's so unique and no one's ever done that before, and they they added something uh, to it, your attention was drawn to it. How many people were talking about Cuphead? Like, right, people who normally don't give a shit about two D side scrollers wanted to try it. Do you think that the art direction in Cuphead will improve the game? experience overall uh, like uh, it, it, there's something about a feel mm-hmm. art direction gives you a feel like that's the one thing where nintendo like you want a realistic zelda right you always wanted a realistic one but they always stick on you know they always stick to their art style mm-hmm. that's what they want to do even uh twilight oh, it's breath of the wild had its art styles kind of like a semi cell shaded it wasn't all the way yeah it wasn't no. all the way cell shaded but but i remember when they had, had it, i think feel. i think right after wind waker there was like a cg of like link in in i guess the temple of time i don't know i forgot who he was fighting if it was, it was a big spider that came out and it looked mm-hmm. it was amazing it looking. was for Ever, the wii u reveal that they was had before that. the wii u i think it was way back. There's like a CG, a CGI. I remember from the Wii U reveal, there was Link fighting the giant like spider thing, yeah, okay. Temple Time thing. But everyone was like, "That's great," you know. But but whenever they choose their artwork, it's it seems to work. Like Wind Waker. Once you see that animation style, you you kind of get brought into that the feel you had playing that game. It 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 makes you. It's like a texture. It's kind of like a vinyl. It gives you a feel for what the game was. It's it's yeah. It's more than a feeling. It's great. And does the 
does the art style affect the gameplay or how the characters interact with the world? Not really. I'm Not just really. curious, like in, in terms of Zelda, right? It where you, you go it, to Wind Waker. Yeah. Because it's all cell shaded. Are you able to traverse and climb things like you can in other games? Because if cell shaded, it's a lot more flat. Right, yeah. there's a lot more flat pieces in the world. But so you turn, they... you can still turn the camera, and it, it adjusts with you. It's not okay. like it's 2D. Right. So it doesn't affect the way you play, but it just gives you an extra bit of. It's like a like the fourth dimension. You know, you get to feel a little something different. So for you, that enhanced the experience for you in that game. It gave me a different experience, not necessarily enhances, but okay. it, it gives you a different, yeah, just in a, a different angle way. on it in a positive way. Matt? Yeah, I'm all about it. The art style makes a big, big difference. Big, big difference. Right? I mean, look at Borderlands 2, cell shading. I don't think it would look as good if it was more realistic. But because of the game's style mm-hmm. and its humor and the way it's written, it all works so yeah. well together. I mean... The style gives it personality. Yeah. You're looking at a game like South Park. It gives it authenticity to the show. Same with The Simpsons Hit and Run. It felt like you were playing a Simpsons game in Springfield. Mm-hmm. I got to give it to South Park again. Not that I've, I haven't played the actual game. I've seen it. I've seen you guys play it. The, and I'm sure everyone thought the same thing is when you first see that game and play it, it's like you're playing the TV show. It's yeah. like you're hooked up controlling these characters. Yeah. That's that They did a great job of that. Um, you know, other games I thought of too were like Persona 5. I know you guys didn't play that. I had it for a little while. Yeah. Barely put any time into it. Mm-hmm. But it literally, when you play this game, it, it was like you're playing an anime. So same thing with South Park in terms of it's like you're playing the TV show. It, it's like you're controlling anime characters. It's that wild, wacky, and just the, not so much hand-drawn, but it, it's like you're controlling an anime show. It's, it was pretty pretty incredible. I feel like those games of that certain style have a, a, a they stick in your memory more because they're not like the norm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you an example. I think you've played it. Matt, I guess you would have probably, you might have been there if you played Sega back in the day. Do you remember Comic Zone? Did you guys play Comic Zone? It's familiar, but I have to see it again. No, nah, I'm not a nerd. Re- <laughs> I will say, honestly... I'm going to Google that now. It's basically, you go from like comic strip, you go from like cell to cell, That's and you like cool. break your way through it, and it's it was such a cool idea. That is pretty cool, actually. You're literally playing a comic. Interesting. Oh, I have yeah, not yeah, heard yeah. Of that's it. cool. That brings me to another game that had great art style, Batman the Animated Series on SNES, one of my favorite games. Okay. Had the the Timverse, is what they call it, Bruce Tim's art style in that game. And it really? Kept it, yeah, it kept it authentic and true. It was awesome. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of ones that maybe affected the game in a negative way. And, you know, maybe for some this was good, but... The game also probably wasn't that great. Do you remember Parappa the Rapper? I never played it. Just I heard people like it was pieces of paper that would dance and move around, and literally they would spin, and they're just—it's a sheet of paper, pretty much animated. I mean, you remember it because of it, right? I do, but the game was terrible. Well, honestly, I can't think of really bad like that have taken that the art style's taken away from it. There's a game. Do you remember this one, Mad World for the Wii? Yes, Mad. I don't know if you remember that one. No. It was like a black and white game where it was like it looked just hand, was it drawn. hand drawn. It looked like yeah. it was hand drawn, not like like a cuphead. Nowhere in your cuphead. It's very stylistic. It was black and white game, and like the only other color was red for blood. It was like a very like it's like a hack 'em up game, like a three D, but it was like a like a third person type game. Mm-hmm. You know what game I didn't like the art style for it? 
Don't say Wind Waker. Wind Waker. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now this got interesting. It overdid it for me with the associating. It, it was, was too much. But no one did that at the time. No one thought about changing it that much. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they weren't innovative for doing it, and I'm not saying it was. But you think it took away thing. from the game? You'd rather it had been another way. I thought Breath of the Wild was the perfect mix. Yes, but they can't keep... They, that's the great thing. The reason why Breath of the Wild was that way is because they went through a bunch of iterations to get to that point. Yeah, because they look at Twilight Princess, it was too dark and it had too much of a grimy yeah, feel yeah. to it, See, which I... I like Twilight Princess. I thought that was the best looking... Nah. Like, it was a good Zelda one. Game. Yeah, it was more, m- just more was on the realistic, more realistic side. side. Yeah. That's what I like about it. The, the Wii started to go that way, even with Mario, right? And the Super Smash Brothers, his his um, overalls or whatever, they look like gene material. I think everyone wanted the Super Smash Bros. Link type of 3D game. Yeah. Yeah, I just personally, it was too cel-shaded for my liking, and I would have preferred if it was closer to Breath of the Wild, even an Orcarina style. Yeah. Right? It's just me personally. I just It's not that the game wasn't great. I just didn't like it as much, and it doesn't stand out as much due to that for me. But I'm nitpicking. I'm just going to go because I only had a few uh, mm-hmm. a few games that I came to my mind. But the one I'm playing right now, which I, I kind of threw on my, you know, on my Steam link over there. I was playing it. It's a game called Firewatch. I don't know if you guys have played it. I haven't I played that. I've seen play it. it. I made you throw a radio in Into, the water. Yes, which is having repercussions now, apparently. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the advice. Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm not going to lie. There's these people jamming out in the water, like skinny dipping. And it's 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 like a simpler kind of like it's not very highly texturized. It's more artistically made. And you have uh, it kind of goes with the story, though. That's the thing, right? Like it's not art just for the sake of art. It, it goes with the story. It's about telling a story. It's about you're in the middle of you're kind of like a, a forest ranger, if you will. And you have your you're communicating with someone over a radio which you never meet as far as i know at this point where i'm at and it just you're in the middle of nowhere it's just trees and everything it's simple and so is the art style it complements complements the setting it complements the story which is a good way to work with art i have one for you what about limbo oh limbo like if you took limbo and made it just bright colors and not look like it did and not have the the fading in and out that it did the kind of um what's the word i'm looking for can't think of it but just the way that game looked do you think if it looked any different if the game would have been as good i think it would have taken away from it because there's a mystery to it what about journey there's one i i I don't know they had some good hits that fandango game what's it called grim fandango Mm-hmm. Grand Fandango, that's another one. Grim Fandango. Yeah. You know a game has a terrible art style? Minecraft. Game sucks. Okay. <laughs> I never played it, but I'm apparently... going to be a construction worker. Watch me build this thing and hoard diamonds. And everything is square. Yeah. I put that down too. I just, I don't understand the phenomenon of that game. The phenomenon. I mean, what if that game only looks good for people with glasses? Could you imagine it's just like super out of focus for anyone with like 2020 vision? The game creator has this vindictive anger towards people hey man, with 2020. That guy, that guy made a ton of cash selling it to Microsoft. Oh, I'm not, I'm not disputing how much Kudos money he's to him, made. But... I'm just saying it'd be funny if that was the whole case to why it looks shit to us. Yeah. It's like we're too old and we can't see it and our eyes are good or something. That'd be pretty funny. The I'm, I'm curious now with... Cuphead looking as good as it does, potentially 
selling really well mm-hmm. and and being a critically acclaimed game maybe yeah. do you think we're going to see more of this art style in the future do you think we're going to see more games kind of going this way i hope we see people take the risk because let's be honest all these games kind of feel the same nowadays right like assassin's creed any third person game feels like it could be horizon zero dawn it could be assassin's creed it could be infamous it could be you know metal gear even right so I, I want people to make their game different so it could stand out from the rest of them. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it gives something, you know, to the to the player, it gives something different to them, and it's, that's what we want. What about you, Matt? 100%. You're definitely going to see more games with this art style. Yeah. It takes one person to do something, and then it's going to inspire another guy, and so on, and so on, and so they, on, and they, so they on. They inspire someone to make two, two people to make that game? They inspire so, those people inspire another two people to make that and type so of game. I like it. I like and it. So on. I like where that's going. Well, if you want to join the conversation, maybe give your thoughts on if you should be going back and playing retro games. Is there really a point? Should you stick to just looking forward? Look to the future. Don't go to the past, Matt. Don't hang on to the past. Just just move forward. I think we all need a link to the past. Oh, nice. Uh or uh, you know, talking about games with cool art styles or maybe shitty art styles and if if that ruined the experience for you uh communicate with us hit us up on twitter at real gone gaming if you'd like to also check us out on instagram and maybe leave some comments there at gone gaming podcast and you can check us out on itunes iTunes. google play music soundcloud google play music just just those Uh, so thank you very much for listening and you know what with Cuphead, SNES Classic. Guys, I think we're... FIFA. God damn it, Matt. No one wants to play FIFA. We're, we're, we're gone gaming. We're gone gaming. <laughs>